What up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I am back after a week-long break for Labor Day weekend. As I told you guys, I needed some time to rest and recharge and get ready for the home stretch. right? We have a lot of things to talk about. Holidays are coming up. Uh, seems like everybody has a birthday in September for whatever reason. Uh, shout out to all the Virgos, the ones that give you headaches and the ones that give you even bigger headaches. Um, but really quickly, I know I want to jump into the topic for today. I'm going to keep this episode real short and to the point. But before I get into all that, who do you guys get advice from? Like, sit back and really think about it. You know, some of us have people in our lives that give really, really good advice. Some of us have people in our lives who are really, really good listeners, but don't really give advice. Instead, they just say, yeah, I told you to do that. Or, oh man, that was a good way of thinking, right? Instead of actually, you know, taking time to dissect and understand exactly what you're saying and then give like concrete feedback, right? Whether that's positive or whether that's rebuilding or whether it's, you know, to kind of check you on some things like, yeah, that that really wasn't a good thing that you did. Um, Why do you think you did that? How are you going to do things moving forward? But haven't really thought about like, it's really, really hard to get good feedback, right? To confide in someone to kind of confess or profess everything that you have to say regarding a topic. Um, And then, man, when you're met with like some bad, some bad feedback or like you're, you're trying to confide in someone, they don't give you good advice. That's really a downer, (laughs) right? Because think about it. It takes a lot for someone to open up right? To really lay it all the line and tell you exactly how they're feeling, you know, tell you about their emotions. Like that's a huge step. So I understand that it is a lot of pressure for the person receiving that, right? That's, that's, that's listening to what you have to say. It is a lot of pressure because you do want to say the right thing. And if someone is opening up, you don't want to discourage them. You want to encourage them and you want to validate them, right? And say, hey, like your feelings are valid. Like I understand them. I may not fully understand them. I may not relate to them, but I understand where you're coming from and I get why you feel this way. So if you can't get give, if you can't give good advice out there, people, then like direct them in a way or to a person or Allow them to self-reflect. Say, hey, like, let's dissect why you feel like this. And then let them process out loud. What I realize for a lot of people is that, you know, when you do choose to open up, you're just essentially trying to process out loud with someone else, right? It's it's something, I, a way I feel about therapy, right? You're processing it out loud with someone else. That person just happens to be licensed to be a listener and to give you feedback and to break down what you said. But sometimes, you know, we as people, we know what is the right thing is to do. We know what is the right thing to do for the most part. Most of us, I want to say, know what it is. Uh, Sometimes we just need to be validated. Um, And when you do open up and you get like bad advice, somebody's just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I I get that. Or yeah, that's, man, that is just like me. Like that's not really, really helping someone. I'm not saying that I've gotten bad advice, but you know, I mentor some people and it's just something I kind of wanted to bring up to get you guys' opinion on uh, on Monday. It's like, man, where do you go when you need good, honest feedback, good, honest advice? And do you think you give that? And if you don't give that, are you honest enough with whoever is confiding in you to let them know like, hey, like, I don't know what to say in the situation. Like, I'm stumped, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you opened up to me and I want to process this out loud. Do you mind if I ask you some questions? Can we dig a little deeper instead of assuming that what you say is enough?
just a little bit of Monday morning feedback. Because sometimes, you know, most of us are managers or coaches or parents um, and people rely on us uh, to give them a boost. And we are and we rely on people to give us a boost. So just keep that in mind. But what I want to focus on today, and this is all connected. Y'all know me, Black expat. Um, what I want to focus on today is your story. Right. Like, what is your story? How do you tell your story? And well, does, where does your story start? Now, think about this. When you go to a job interview, um, whether you're applying to work overseas or in America or wherever you're from, when you go to a job interview, you're essentially telling the story. Right. So think about your resume. How do you set up your resume? What is the first thing you list on there? And more importantly, why? What? part of your resume is like thick. It's like, I can say so much about this experience I had or job I had, but I have to condense it into something smaller, right? But like the important part is where do you start and why? Now, this is fascinating because those of you who know me know, you know where my story starts and begins, right? But how I tell it usually is different because when I tell someone, yeah, like I've been living abroad in Taiwan for 10 or 11 years, when I actually tell someone that, I'm essentially saying that that's where my story starts. Like, yeah, my story starts in Taiwan, right? I was living there for 10, 11 years and I started there. But then when I take a step back, they're like, well, man, how did you end up in Taiwan? I always go back to, you know, yeah, well, when I was studying abroad, then it's like, oh, well, you were studying abroad. How did you get there? Right? So if you find yourself telling your story and you're always having to go back or reference something in the past, like one, it's fascinating, but two, like, really, really think deeply about where does your story start and how do you tell it and what's the importance and the value of that. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why does everybody need to know every single detail about everything about me, about my, my story? But it's not essentially for them or for others, right? When I say, how do you tell your story? It's essentially, how do you gas yourself up, right? Because think about it. It's so easy to share our success, it's so easy to share the successful, the, the highlights, the fun parts of our story. So when, I, when, when people ask me, like, oh, why are you the black expat? Or what does that mean? Or where did you, you, know, where did you start in being an expat? Like, it's super easy to talk about the fun stuff, the successful stuff. Yeah, man, I was in Taiwan for 11 years. That's the fun stuff. Or yeah, man, like, you know, I studied abroad. I came back from studying abroad. Uh, my professor was like, yeah, just you want to go keep learning Chinese? Then go abroad, right? Like that's the successful part. But, you know, when you find yourself, especially myself included, retelling your story so many times, whether it's you're reapplying, reapplying for a job or you're dating or you're just out talking to friends or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, you, you can almost trap yourself in thinking that your story is full of so much success, right? And so many good things happen. And this is why you're able to be the black expat and talk about it. If you guys know me from my podcast, I share my complete story for the most part. <laughs> Going to keep it real and be honest. For the most part. Right? I do share my failures. But because I see myself as a positive podcast, I don't necessarily dwell on that. I say, you know what? I learned from this and this is how. This is what's coming up next as a result of what I learned from doing X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Right? But, you know, sometimes we can get so, when we tell our story, it's just important to keep everything you know, in perspective. And I've grown and the older I've gotten, I've gotten comfortable with sharing my failures, right? And even the way I share or talk about the failure part or the not so good part of my story is fascinating. It's interesting. It's it's really eye-opening. And what do I mean by that? So think about it. I've always said that my story starts, you know, 
off the plane from studying abroad, boom, I'm on a plane to Taiwan. What I leave out is the language portion of my story. The reason why, well, one of the biggest reasons why I was able to not only get to Taiwan and stay in Taiwan and live in Taiwan for 11 years is because of my language background, right? My story actually starts my high, high school, right? When I got my letter to college saying what classes I was going to have first semester, right before I graduated high school, because they did it super early back then, at least my university did. And, you know, and I was accidentally placed into this Mandarin speaking course. And I fought so hard to be out of that course. I think about it. If I had actually gotten out of that class, my life would be completely different. I wouldn't be the black expat for sure. I don't know if I, I don't know if I even would have left the country. I would have stayed in America, right? Like, think about that. Like the fact that my story starts with me almost messing up my story. <laughs> it's fascinating, but it helps me. That part of my story helps me keep everything in perspective. It genuinely taught me to embrace change. Everything I talk about, every every experience I've had, every 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 time I've thought about myself doing something outside of my comfort zone, it started with me embracing the unknown, embracing what was new to me, what was different to me, what I didn't really understand, being curious. Right? It started there. Now I get. When you're talking to people, even doing a quick quick interviews or you're doing your elevator pitch, you don't necessarily want to start with that part, <laughs> right? Like I understand how people, even when talking, want to hear the success part. But I found like I relate to people more and the conversation goes farther and can carry on longer. And I don't seem like an arrogant asshole talking about all these countries I've been to. It's when I start and what truly made my experience possible, right? It's one thing to say, yeah, I lived in Taiwan for 11 years and traveled to more than 50 countries. And it's another thing to say, man, I went through a whole lot to get up to a point where I could go and thrive and succeed and do amazing things in Taiwan. And this is part of a longer conversation I'm going to have on a longer podcast I'll make that's going to be about 30 to 45 minutes where I'm just going to talk about like, man, how do you introduce yourself? You ever thought about that? How do you introduce yourself without sounding like an arrogant asshole? No matter what level of success you are, you want to highlight yourself, right? You want to gas yourself up, not necessarily for others, but for yourself. But how do you introduce yourself? What do you talk about? What do you focus on, right? Outside of the, you know, everyday, regular introductions. I'm married with kids or I have this job and I do this. Like, how do you talk about yourself? And I think it's become so interesting and so fascinating because, you know, with social media, introductions are, oh, I can find out more about you by LinkedIn, by you know, going through your Instagram and your Facebook. Now I know a little bit about you. So I don't want to focus on that stuff. Right. So, you know, where does your story start and how do you tell your story? And one of the biggest takeaways from the way in which I've understood to focus more on the journey, right. The not so cool, flashy in your face things um, is also was, was rooted in my story was a lot of people telling me what I couldn't do what I can't do, even even what I shouldn't do, right? Like, oh, no, you can't go and live in Taiwan for a year. What you going to do over there? What you going to eat? You going to come home right away. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, oh, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't learn to speak Chinese. You shouldn't let them put you in that class. You have to go fight it. And you know what's fascinating? Like, I forget how many people were on my side to get me taken out of that class, taken out of that class, 
right? Again, there were a lot of people that were like, yeah, man, that's messed up. Like, I can remember very few outside of the president of the university, uh, my mentor, Chris, and I think maybe Anaja, maybe one of my best friends, Anaja, was like, you know what? You should probably just, just shut up and do it. You might like it. But very few, very few people were like, nah, man, just try it out. It's college. It's one class. It's one semester. What's the worst that can happen? You're good academically. You'll figure it out. And if it is too hard, at least you have a foundation to say, man, this negatively affected me because I feel like I was set up to not succeed. Uh, a little bit of a scapegoat. I wouldn't recommend that for my mentees listening, but you know, it is there. It is present. But you know, it's really what I kind of want to focus on today as we get in the week started. You know, is your story. Not only how it starts, not only how you tell it, but where it can lead you, right? For those of us who aren't settled with the career we have now or the job we have or the country we're living in or the the upcoming plans we have for our life, it's good to reflect on your story because it'll open your eyes about you, about things that you've done, about, you know, about challenges you've overcome. And more importantly, what mindset you were in and you had to have or you wish you had when you were stepping into something different, right? The like, like I've always said, the moments before you catapulted into something new, something big, something amazing, are some of the most important moments. Because in those moments, that's when your mindset was ready and open and embraced change. Now, whether or not that's a good thing, that, that's different, right? Sometimes we're forced, we're pressed, we're pushed into things and we have no choice but to adapt. But on this Monday morning, as you know, I keep all my Monday shows positive. I want you to really think about like, hey, man, what is your story? Why is it unique? How do you tell it? What are you focusing on? And are you focusing on the right things, right? So again, good Monday morning to everyone. Thanks for checking in.